Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, what's going on? How are you? What is happening? What's happening? I am really excited. We just had one of our incredible sisterhood immersion days. And basically that's where we... The Sisterhood is my coaching program. We have an in-person version of it in Australia where we meet six plus times a year for full day events. It's awesome. And then we have a live stream where the ladies in our online program can come in and live stream. So they can come in and join us and be a part of the live day. Sisterhood is damn amazing. Honestly, like I wish something like this existed when I was out. That's why we created it because... The shit that goes on on those days, it is next level. We just had one and we were speaking about the topic of ego and how our ego, what the ego is, you know, how the ego gets in our way, how some people want to kill their ego and how that's not useful and how the the ego is useful and why and how. And so we just unpacked so much about ego and I had ladies come up and hot seat coach, which basically it's a, it's a thing that we do where somebody wants to get coaching and I coach them in, in, with the group. So I coach them on their own in front of the group. And I know it sounds scary, but it's actually the most transformational healing, incredible thing because it serves everyone. It serves me. It serves the person getting coached and it serves the entire room. Everybody from all over the world who's watching on live stream, our members, it's I can't even tell you. It is my favorite part of that program. I think it's powerful when we heal collectively. I think it's powerful when we talk collectively. That's why I do not offer one-on-one coaching. I do group. I love group. I think community is where it's at. I think that I don't think I know that that's how we used to connect in tribes as women. We used to sit around in a circle and share. We didn't sit in an office with a therapist by ourselves thinking we were the only one with this fucked up problem. And so I love the community. I love what we do. And we were talking about ego and my husband Hamish also speaks on the day and hosts the day with me. And he's just so amazing in regards to what he knows. And when he speaks, he's very quiet. But when he speaks, it's like, damn, what did you just say? Holy shit. Like he would just be dropping bombs. And so we're talking about ego. And people explained what they thought ego was and what the ego meant to them. And we listened to Mr. Eckhart Tolle. He did a a beautiful video with Oprah, a little snippet from New Earth, his book, which I highly recommend. And he's so amazing at explaining things. He got a sleepy voice, but he's amazing at explaining things. And he was talking about how it is the perception. The ego is this false self. It's who you think you are. It's the labels. It's the, you know, I, I am what I wear. I am what I own. I am what I do. I am my body. I am my bank account. I am my anxiety. I am the label of mother. I am a photographer. 
I identify with my religion, my culture, my race, my sex, all of that is ego. When we are identifying with something who we think we are or who we think people think we are. I am what people say I am. And so it's a massive topic. Obviously, we, we scratch the surface in this day because there's so much that we could go into. But I was thinking about the importance of feeling triggered and the importance of assholes in your life and the importance of people who push your fucking buttons and the importance of when your kids annoy you or your neighbor parks their car really close to your car every fucking day or your mom is judgmental. Like I I was thinking about the importance of these people in our lives or these relationships or the person in traffic that cuts you off. They, those people and those instances and those situations are important as hell. They are extremely important. And we think that those are problems. We think that's annoying. We think it's a problem. We think it's an attack. We feel judged or frustrated or angry. We wish that all those problems would go away. And I'm like, all of that is making you go into your work and become a better human. All of that shit is making you more patient, is helping you become a better communicator, is helping you deal better with confrontation, is making you kind, compassionate, empathetic. I mean, it's, it's making you. It's not breaking you. It's making you. If you let it, if you see it that way, and y'all know I love Tony Robbins, love what he shares, I love what he says, especially in the I'm not your guru, and he's like, life is not happening to you, it's happening for you, and when you realize that shit, it's a game changer, he says this, and I'm like, hell yeah, it's a game changer, because then you don't go, my mom hates me, she's a bitch, or she's so judgmental, or my big sister is just mean to me and hates me. It's like, no, no. What if that person was playing a role in the movie that's called Your Life and they were an actor and they were playing that role so that your character could become more patient or your character could become more resilient, more strong, more outspoken to push your character so your character could up level and could grow. What if, I'm not saying it's true, but what a great way to look at shit, right? As opposed to, God hates me, poor me, life sucks, I always get messed up. In the victim mindset, that's how we look at it. So we have options as to how we want to look at these people that are difficult people in our lives. Is it fucked up and do you have a bunch of problems and air quotes negative toxic people in your life? Or are the negative toxic people making you better? Therefore, they can't be toxic or negative. They're actually doing good in your life by doing bad. That shit is a head fuck, right? Like that's like a tongue twister. That's a mind bender. But I want you to think about it like that. And I was thinking last night when I was cooking, I was like, our sisterhood day is, I just want to be clear. I'm supposedly up there as the coach, but let me tell you, I am learning the entire time. The women that are in the room, the shit that comes up, the questions in the hot seat when I'm coaching, every circumstance, everything that happens, the people that have breakdowns or breakthroughs in the room, a breakdown is a breakthrough, right? Like that shit teaches me. So as much as I'm supposedly the the main coach there, 
I am in learning mode the whole time and I'm so grateful for it. What a beautiful life I get to learn from my clients. My clients learn from me. It's it's a dance. And I was cooking last night because it takes a few days for shit to cement into us, when, especially when we're doing big work like that and it's a big day. And I was thinking about how crazy it is that when we feel attacked or when we feel threatened or when we feel judged we put up this defense and the defense that we put up doesn't let us get the lesson that we need to get from that circumstance or from that challenge or from that situation our our defense doesn't let us understand that we are co-creating the experience and many times I've spoken to my clients and they're like my mother does this and she won't do that And I'm like, okay, do you do that? And they're like, no, I won't do that either. And I'm like, great, makes no sense. So the person you're angry with is doing the same shit you're doing to them, but you're angry about it. And you don't have, you don't want to be the bigger person here and change. And you think they should do it. Hey, 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 this is a little intermission from me to you. I just really quickly wanted to invite you to pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to review it. Let me know what you think. I love honest opinions. It helps more women reach this podcast. So pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast or go to Apple iTunes and leave me a beautiful little review. I would love and appreciate it. All right, sister, let's get back to the episode. And if you think about it, it's a little bit insanity. Like it's a bit crazy. It's like, I need you to love me, but I'm not going to love you. I need you to do the dishes, but I will not pick up a dish. I need you to like mind read and, and tell me what it is that I need, even though I haven't told you, even though I don't know. Like there's so much that goes on. And it's crazy. If we don't start paying attention to how we think and we don't take responsibility for it, no one can help us. And then we can't even help us. And so if you're getting triggered, if you're getting pushed, if something is getting activated within you, and this is the kicker, right? If I say to you, you're a terrible mother, you're a bad chef, I don't like the way you speak, you're not a good friend, you're a greedy bitch, whatever. If I, if I offend you, if I attempt to offend you, you have to let me offend you. Does that make sense? I'll say it again. If I offend you, you have a choice as to if you allow me to offend you or not. Meaning, I could try to offend you, but you have to accept my offense. Or you could not, and it doesn't bother you. It doesn't rock you. A lot of people got a lot of shit to say about me, and I don't hear it because I don't even live in that world. I'm not looking for critics. I know they're there. If they want to come, they could come. But I'm not looking for them. And I'm definitely sure as hell not listening to them. I'm not asking their opinion. I'm not worried about if they're happy with what I do or not. Therefore, they don't exist in my world. So if, if you say to me, and this is a good example that I heard Brooke Castillo say once, and it was such a beautiful example. If you say to me, I hate your green hair, I'm not going to give a fuck. I don't have green hair. I got black hair. I don't like your green hair, Erica. I'm like, okay, whatever. It doesn't bother me, right? Imagine someone says something to you that's not true for you. You won't give a fuck. 
But if you say to me, Erica, I hate your black hair and I hate that you podcast in your car and I hate that I could hear the car and the noise. I hate it so much. All of that is true. I podcast in my car. I got black hair. If I listen to this, okay? If I myself feel self-conscious about my black hair and about the noise in my car when I'm podcasting, if I already feel self-conscious about that, your comment is going to fucking hurt me a lot. And you know why it's going to hurt me? Because I already feel self-conscious. So all you did was you activated something inside of me that I already believe at some level to be true. I hope you can hear me. If somebody says some shit about you that you don't like and you get triggered or you get affected, it is because at a core level, you already believe that about yourself. You already have an insecurity. Insecurity. When I was at the event on Sunday, I talked about Wreck-It Ralph. I don't know if you've seen Wreck-It Ralph. If you are not a parent, you probably have not seen Wreck-It Ralph. But Wreck-It Ralph, part two, Ralph breaks the internet. He releases this, uh, this, this virus into this video game. And the virus, I think his name is Alfred. I don't know. Anyway, I watched that movie too many times, y'all. The virus works on finding an insecurity. And he finds the insecurity and then he copy and pastes it and then he blows up the whole game because if you're insecure, he finds it. So I believe, I believe that this shit plays when someone makes fun of you, talks shit about you, you giving a fuck what people think about you. If you already have an insecurity alert and someone says something and it affects you, it's not them. It is you. But what do humans do? We go, how dare you? We point the finger out. And as the quote says, when you point the finger out, there are three pointing back at you. You go ahead and point your finger at someone. Point out. Look at your hand. The middle finger, the ring finger, and the pinky are pointing back at you. It's like boom, shakalaka. What? Like mind blown. When I I learned that, I was like, fuck, that's so true. I'm over here trying to blame other people, but the reality is... If it affects me, it's on me. If it affects me, it's on me. If anything outside of me affects me, that is on me. And when you live with this belief, with this mantra, which this is the mantra I live with, it all points back to you. There's a mirror pointing back to you. It's a projection of yourself. So when someone says some shit that you don't like, Go within. Why Why don't I like that? Ooh, what about that triggered me? What about that upset me? If you want to hear more about triggers, I did a podcast called People Don't Trigger You, You Get Triggered. Because we like to blame. My mom triggered me. Nobody can trigger you, boo. I can't make you angry. We be saying to our kids, you made mommy sad. Don't say that shit to your kids, yo. Your kid's not making you sad. You control your emotions. That's a decision that you make. You're going to teach your kid that they have the power to impact people. That, that shit is, don't do that, please. And if you don't know, now you know. Stop doing it, right? Do better. I can't trigger you. If I say something to you and it bothers you, it's already inside of you. Before you met me, it was sitting there sleeping, dormant, and maybe somebody woke that shit up. And I go, if it got woken up, what does it want? What does it need? Why, why is it there? What attention is asking for you to give it? But you know what we do as humans? No, no, no. Shove it down. 
blame the other person, blame the institution, blame the, the people, blame the company. We blame other people. We don't take responsibility. We deflect responsibility. We push it down and then we numb it out. So we Netflix, we fucking scroll, we eat food, we drink alcohol, we numb that shit out. And then we wonder why the fuck we don't love our lives. And I'm like, yo, you need to go into the dungeon that is your your body, your internal shit, all the shit that you've buried and suppressed. That's where your life being changed is. That's where the life of your dreams is gonna be created, is gonna be created in that mess that we kept pushing down. And the ego likes to believe that it's right. And there's a beautiful saying that says, I don't have an ego. And it's like, that's your ego telling you that you don't have an ego. And I love the, the idea of ego because I think we think some rich old man with a fucking Ferrari is the ego. Some Donald Trump is the ego. No, the ego is when you think you are superior. Yes, that is egoic. That's an egomaniac. But the ego is also when you think you are inferior. So if you've ever thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, who am I to do that? I'm not smart, I'm ugly, I'm not pretty, I'm not, I'm not enough. If you've ever thought you're not enough, that is when you think you are inferior to another human being, that's your fucking ego. So you're also an egomaniac if you think you're not good enough. Have you ever thought about that? Egomaniac doesn't mean you think you're amazing and you're conceited and you're uh, all about you and how good you are. Egomaniac also means, it also means that you're not good enough and that you're a piece of shit and who's going to like you and oh my God, I'm the worst and I'm not good. I'm not good enough. Poor me. Woe is me. That's ego. That is fully egotistical. So if you think about it, all of this, the shit that I'm saying is leading back to you. If you get bothered about something, what within you was bothered? Why don't you have a look at it? It's like a light in your dashboard. My lights just went off. I just had a little sound in the background that went off. Cool. I've got a little tire light on right now. I need to get fuel. I actually have three lights on in my car right now as I'm in park. I got the park light. I got the, yo, your tires need looking at. And I've got the, you need some gas because your gas is, you have 40 kilometers left. Now, I could continue to drive my car and act like I don't see any of that shit. I probably won't make it very far. And that's what we do. The lights go off in the dashboard. The attention is asking to be had. Bing, bing, look at me, look at me, look at me. And what do we do? We don't look at it. We watch the road. We look to the side. We put music on. We distract ourselves with all this bullshit and our ego and who we think we are, and our labels, and our car, and our nails, and our hair, and I'm a mother, and I'm a photographer, and I have lashes, and I love Gucci, and I am my bank account, and I am my followers, and I need to just be better, and be prettier, and be cooler, and we don't pay attention to the truth of what's actually going on in our lives, which is all the lights in your fucking dashboard are going off, they flashing, you're about to run out of gas, seriously, so I want you to look at this shit, because you have an opportunity here, a massive opportunity, a massive opportunity when you actually look at this shit and you go, you know what? I am going to start paying attention to what the fuck my ego is trying to tell me. I'm about to hit something, y'all. See, it's trying to tell you, yo, pay attention to what the fuck your life is saying. Your ego is not a bad thing. It is here to uplevel you. It is here to teach you. It is here to be like, yo, pay attention to me. I have stuff to tell you. It's massive. It's huge. If you get triggered, it's on you. Have a look at that. 
What a way to live. I love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.